Look who decided to show. Sorry, I'm late. A wizard is never late. You're a slacker. You are causing a major disturbance on my time. If I don't leave now, I'll be late for being early. You're late. I generally come in at least 15 minutes late. If you ain't first, you're last. Now the early show, later, with Karis and Jeremy from 1027 The Peak. There are levels, there are levels. We're okay, going, we're talking very fast. 113. Okay, very fast. This one doesn't have a title. This one doesn't have a title. Oh, welcome to the early show. Later podcast, episode 113. This one doesn't have a title. It is just the early show later podcast. And uh, we've got some guests on the podcast today because they were uh, joining us on our live radio program, which is Monday, uh, Monday to Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. on 1027 The Peak. Fridays, we always talk to Dan, but lately we've been having Mo on Fridays as well, just to keep it red hot. Exactly, because we want our Fridays to be jam-packed with action. So the Danimal and Motalica both showing up. We've got a message in a bottle from Scotland that's actually, I, I love the message. I know, I love it too, and it's from so long ago, but it feels very relevant. I mean, it feels like it was a, a message that, you know, I felt it. I felt it in a very simple, poetic way. Uh, we have a guitar hero turns guitar villain. Ooh. And I added one more because it's the podcast. Mm-hmm. Ransomware for likes and shares. Ah. And I thought with this podcast, maybe we should revisit that bit as well. Let's do that. Fake fame from Dear Rouge on 1027 The Peak. Kara says, reading about this, we've heard of like ransomware, you know, where you click on the wrong thing and they lock down your computer and they're like, send us some Bitcoin or some sort of decentralized currency that can't be tracked to get your family photos back or whatever, right? Sometimes they do it to hospitals and the government, like that's the ransomware. Uh, There's a new ransomware that's kind of floating around right now, which is not as evil, but still evil. They lock down your computer and they're like, we will unlock it if you like and subscribe to this YouTube channel and leave a comment. No. Yes. Evil, genius, evil, genius. I'm not saying we should do that for our podcast to help juice the numbers a little bit, but. (laughs) No, no. Maybe. Jeremy, no. No. Next time someone opens up their uh Peak newsletter email. They're like, oh, should I? <laughs> should I? Oh, I don't know. I'm scared. We would never do that. We would never. What? Maybe? No, Jeremy, we would never do that. The world's greatest guitar hero player has been exposed as a fraud. No. A fraud, Jeremy. No. I found this very surprising. Shmooey's a fraud. Yeah. Isn't it Shmooey? Yes, it's Shmooey. Okay, so. First things first, I was very surprised to find out that lots of people still play Guitar Hero. Not only play it a lot, but take it very seriously. How is that even possible? Every time I go on BC Ferries, it's out of commission. Every time. <sighs> it's like the one that's going to do, do not put your quarter in that one. <sighs> that is really a shame. You know, actually, uh, Danny, my husband and I, we still have our two Guitar Hero guitars. Yeah, the, and we, and the relics. Yeah, they are. They're relics from another time. And we we brought them out and played them with the kids. Like sometime in the last, I don't know, pandemic-y times. We're like, I don't know, let's dust off the guitars. Let's play some guitar here with the children. Um, you think they'll appreciate and value like actual guitars? 
Uh, yes, well, we have a real guitar, too. Okay. So, yeah, I think Everybody so. We need to actually track them both and see how yeah, they do. that's a good point. So, there are people who still play Guitar Hero. It's incredibly popular in the early 2000s. Mid, early to mid 2000s, I guess. That's when it was really having its time. Right, yeah. I stopped paying attention to time. Yeah. Um, so, there are a lot of people who do still play. They play, take it very seriously. And they share their videos online. You know, it's like, look at all the great, like, look at how good I am. And watching the videos of these people play the Guitar Hero guitar is wild. You know, they're just sitting there kind of cross-legged on their seats. And you can see the the lines and the flames as they hit every note. And they're just, their fingers like... That's right. So Shmooey was somebody who online was doing unreal stuff. Stuff that other Guitar Hero players are like, what? How is Shmooey doing this? I don't understand. This is impossible. It turns out it was impossible. Shmooey has just come out and said, listen, I'm going to expose it all. I was a fr- I was a fraud. You know, somehow, I'm not sure, sure exactly how Shmooey was manipulating the video. I don't exactly know, but there... He, he got to the point where he was doing stuff that was just blowing the minds of people who were so good at it. They couldn't fathom it. They started really dissecting the videos and they discovered that, you know, this Shmooey was a fraud. And so Shmooey came out and made a big statement online and admitted it all. And this is Shmooey's statement. I feel a sense of sorrow and guilt all because of my own doing in which I was in the evil hands of greed and to a degree jealousy. After this call, I immediately went to tell my girlfriend and my mom, in which I had two mental episodes when trying to describe the whole situation out to both of them separately, in all of its detail. Both knowing well what I did was morally incorrect, they still accepted me for who I am and know I can change for the better. Which I will do by starting with this video. Redemption for Shmooey. It's a good lesson. You think I'm, I think I might start cheering for Shmooey now. Yeah, I know, right? The Strumbellas, that's Spirits. It's 1027 The Peak, Friday. You're listening to The Early Show with Carrots and Cherries. Uh, or Gary and Jerry? Yep, or Karis and Jeremy. All of these things work. Oh, what are you, my mother? <laughs> it's, it's 810, good morning. I was reading a story about workers at a Scottish golf course finding an old message in a bottle. I love this story. When you uh, shared this one uh, when we were writing the show, I was like, I love it. (laughs) (laughs) It's cool. It's so cute. We love stories about old things being found. Yeah. Because old things being unearthed is pretty cool. This one, this message in a bottle, it didn't float anywhere. It was buried in the ground and it was 95 years old. So that's pretty cool, first of all, that it made it that long. It was apparently in some kind of bunker that was in the, the golf course. I mean, this golf club was established in 1875. Holy spicoli. So it's been around for a long time. And the message written on the back of a Craven cigarette package was dated November 18th, 1926. And it says, we are here today. But where we will be when this is found, we do not know. Good luck. That's it. I love it. Yeah. Well, I, it's, it's brilliant. It's simple. It's Karis and Jeremy on 1027 The Peak. On the line, we have 
our favorite political pundit, host of the incredibly interesting and eye-opening This is Van Culler on Check, as well as Vancouver is Awesome opinionist, Mo. Um, oh, hey. Mo Amir. <laughs> I was waiting for the last wave. <laughs> hey, Karis. Hey, Jeremy. How you guys doing? Great. How are you doing? I'm fantastic. Friday, another Friday. I know. That's we were talking about that earlier. It's, it's rainy, but it's Friday. Here we are. <laughs> uh, so, uh, politically, federally, big bombshell this week with Conservative leader Aaron O'Toole being bumped out. Yeah, I heard the bigger bombshell is that he's in line for an inter- internship over there at the uh, the early show, you know? Yes. When one door closes... Yet. Don't leak anything. <laughs> when one door closes, another opens. That's it's, a great life lesson from this whole experience. Tom Brady and Aaron O'Toole. Yeah, so we'll, well I'm, I'm rooting for Aaron O'Toole to get that spot. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, the Conservative Party of Canada has, is clearly divided, and this trucker convoy that's been happening, particularly in Ottawa, uh, but we're seeing it in other places as well, is, uh, you know, really brought out the divisions within the party. And I think there were some frustrations with uh, Aaron O'Toole that he was too moderate and that maybe he was catering too much away from the conservative base. Uh, I think Aaron O'Toole's thinking was that he was trying to broaden the party's appeal to a, a general audience. And uh, I guess the conservatives rejected that. So uh, they have an interim leader for now, Candace Bergen, not to be confused with Murphy Brown. And uh, in the future, they will select a new leader. Yes. And now speaking of new leaders, the provincially, the Mm -hmm. B.C. liberal leadership, of course, the liberals, B.C., they don't have anything to do with the federal liberals, um, but their leadership race is wrapping up. Yeah, and so uh, it's going to conclude this Saturday, and, and I just want to preface by saying this. You know, even if you are uh, a big fan of Premier John Horgan and the BCNDP, it benefits British Columbia to have an effective, strong opposition to keep government in check, to provide uh, alternative ideas for all British Columbians. So, yeah, after, like, I guess a year, (laughs) the BC Liberal uh, Party will now be picking a new leader, and that will be decided on Saturday. And do we have any ideas of who that might yeah, like, be? Well, you know, I love to gamble. Who yeah. Put my money down? <laughs> All right. The safe bet, uh, this is what everyone is saying, is that it's going to be Kevin Falcon. That is not my... Safe. I don't want safe, Mo. I want, I want, a small, I want $10 to turn into 600 <laughs> <laughs> All right. Then that, that, that follow me. I made this prediction back in November. I'm sticking to it. Ellis Ross is going to take it. He is a, a sitting uh, BC Liberal MLA. Uh, he has a lot of populist appeal. Uh, I think he's going to do it. And uh, when he wins, I'm going to rub it in everyone's face and I'm going to come back on my worst behavior. Okay, so it's happening this weekend? Yeah. So then we have you back early next week. Absolutely. I'll run it down and, uh, you know, I'll either say that I'm, I'm a genius for picking Ellis Ross or that uh, everyone else was right. The worst and Kevin sports betting takes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we will turn into, tune into This is Van Color on Check at 6 uh, to watch your program. Seven, seven and then, on Sunday. Yes. And then uh, we'll chat with you early next week you about the results. Six mountain time. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right. Take care, guys. Bye, Thank bye. you. Bye. It's the early shows. Hit or miss. It's Friday, and that means we need to check in with the early shows. Resident movie nerd, Dr. Double, 
Mr. Dan Nichols for some hit or miss. Dan, Friday, weekend, do we have a hit? Do we got a miss? We got one that's going to be a hit at the box office. Because guess what? We're back in theaters finally. It's Jackass Forever. That's right. Johnny Knoxville and his friends getting hit in the junk for 90 minutes again. Um, you know, I said it's going to be hit at the box office. People love laughing. I think you can miss and wait till this one comes home, which probably isn't going to be that long. Because, yeah, it makes you laugh. But, you know, that mischievous spark of ingenuity, it's just kind of gone. Um, yeah, they still take a shot to the junk like nobody else, but they recycle a bunch of gags, which is really disappointing. And yeah, there's a couple moments of greatness. The silence of the lambs bit is hilarious, but nothing that would make you regret, you know, if you didn't see it in theaters. So for me, you know, I feel like I've moved past it. A lot of people will be like, oh, it's great. It's like hanging out with my old friends, but man, maybe you should like divorce those friends, move on. There's so much more out there in life than uh, than what these guys have got going on for them. So I, I liked it. It's funny. If you like these guys, you're probably going to like it, but I'm I'm done. You know what I would like to know is because their bodies have aged, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I know myself from falling face first into the pavement, you oh, know, yeah. fa- for, fairly for recently for, for oh, mm-hmm. yeah, for chuckles. Uh, it does hurt. <laughs> And as a 40-ish year old, um, it hurts more than it would have if I had done it in my 20s. And I'm, yeah. and I'm thinking of them being at that point in their lives. Like, are they, are the stunts less like, or are they hurting more? Like, is that visibly different? I think they're, I think the stunts are kind of like weaker. In, in my opinion, they're weaker probably because of that. Um, they did bring in some younger guys to try to like give them the harder hits, I guess. But even them didn't really hit all that hard, in my opinion. But, yeah, that's also part of the fun. Like, watching those, the, the other movies in the old show, it was like, ah, we can forget about mortality. We're never going to die. Look at us. We can keep going. But here, when it's like, oh, they look like they're afraid to take the big, you know, rubber foam hand to the face like they've done in every single other movie. <laughs> exactly. Like, oh, you guys, you guys have gotten soft. I don't blame you. But maybe that means it's time for us all to check out. So a, a hit with reservations from, from Dan, <laughs> would we say that? Yeah, uh, yeah, sure. Hit with reservations. If you want to laugh, you're going to laugh. But if you want a new comedy classic, uh, it's past its prime. Thank you, Dan. Thank you. We'll talk with you next week. Death on the Nile. Sorry, no bonus content today. No bonus takes. No. We got to go. Yeah, it's we, we have a, it's Friday. And also we are chatting with uh, Sally from Mono whales. Yeah, so that's going to be super fun. A band that I don't think I've ever interviewed. I haven't. This is the first time for me. Yeah, so it's kind of fun. They started months before the pandemic. Yeah, like which is... Breakout it, jam. Exactly, which is interesting. They're an, an alt-rock band from Toronto. And they're, yeah, fairly new on the radio scene. Yeah, like at the end of 2019, their song, I uh, Really Want to Let You down yeah uh you know breaks through and that's mm-hmm. what you work for your whole time get that jam on the radio in canada then you can start touring and then who knows what happens and the pandemic happens months i mean like less than half a dozen months later we're in lockdown so i think it's gonna be interesting to get their vibe as like professional rock band now maybe if they're, they're at that level we'll find out even if they are a professional rock band level yet and the entire time of their career so far has been during the pandemic. Yeah, exactly. Now, is that a question? Should we lead with that question? Sally. I think we should get rolling in Are there. Are you a professional rock band, first and foremost? Sometimes I like to ask that, just like... Yeah. I th- 
I'm always interested. Like, at what point do you go from needing to pick up shifts yep. at Earl's to totally. like, yeah, that's how we make our living. Exactly. Or she's like, no, I literally still teach guitar lessons. I don't know. Yes. Yeah. Who knows? But we, we will. We'll find out. We'll dive into that. And yeah. you know what? If it's if there's something interesting there, maybe it shows up on the podcast Monday or Tuesday next week. How about mm-hmm. that? We'll totally. That sounds good. We have to go. <laughs> uh, we still we have to go. We really have to go. We still have those uh, Lay's cucumber flavored potato chips or actually the chicken and tomato flavor, which we haven't tried. We cannot tell you what those are like. The Probably Lay's, delicious. The Lay's cucumber ones are, uh, they taste like cucumber. Oddly refreshing for a potato chip. Very strange. But if you would like those, uh, you can uh, tweet at us at Jeremy underscore Baker or at Karis, C-H-A-R-I-S hog h-o-g-g uh tell us where you know in the late 90s you liked to hang out with your other underage friends yeah what was fun for you yeah um okay we gotta go uh make sure you like comment subscribe or share in order for karis and i to uh release all the files on your hard drive back mm-hmm. to you. yeah like we we just we that's all we want you to do it's it's a small ask i think yeah like are we really criminals for mm-hmm. hijacking your computer just yeah. all we want is a like and share yeah a five-star review That's it. (laughs) That's it. And some Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. Bye. Okay, see ya.